Welcome to the Rise Resolute Podcast. I'm your host, Gina Meyer. I'm a doctor of physical therapy committed to helping each of us harness an athlete's mindset to use in our daily struggles and also committed to helping each of us live healthy, productive, joyful lives and break barriers. Wow, uh, what a week we are having um, here in this country. And I am sure that many of us are in much need of inspiration. And so I am just so happy to bring you this next interview with an amazing woman. And she is going to give you some insight into her perspective and her life and what it feels like sometimes to just want to go out for your run, but to feel afraid. Um, because of the color of your skin. And I think it's really important for us to hear these perspectives and understand what it's like for someone who has to experience this type of fear and how we can all be a part of creating a, a better environment and a better world. She also describes her experience as a triathlete um, when she actually signed up for her first triathlon and then sort of realized that she didn't know how to swim. And she had enough grit and determination to learn to swim and complete that triathlon. It's a really awesome interview. I think it's one that shines some light on the barriers that are out there for some women who may want to get involved in running, um, but cannot because they feel unsafe or because they feel they don't belong because of body type or race or culture. And I would just love for every woman who wants to be a runner to know that she can be. Um, this is why we've started the ARC program. And I would love for you all to take a look at that as well. And in Joy's words, be you, be authentic, be fearless. Here's the interview. It is my pleasure to have Joy Miles with us today. Y'all, she does so much. She is a Pilates trainer. She's a triathlon trainer. She's a group fitness instructor, a running a running coach, a U.S. Masters swimming coach, and I'm sure much more, Joy. You're going to have to tell us all of the details. So welcome <laughs> to the podcast, Joy. Thank you very much, Gina. Yeah, I'm so excited to chat with you today. Um, and before we get going with um, the in-depth discussion, if you would sort of give the audience and the listeners a little more background on who you are. Um, so um, like Gina said, my name is Joy Miles. I live here in Chicago. I um, used to work in corporate America, oh God, a million years ago, it seems. <laughs> Um, but I've always worked in a gym. And when I lost my job in finance, um, I think it's almost it's almost been, I think, over 20 years now. Um, I to fitness full time and haven't looked back. Awesome. Awesome. Um, I think that's a story for a lot of people. And I think that um, sometimes there are these shifts in our life, you know, where we where we get to choose a path that maybe makes the most sense for us. Um, and clearly yes. you are crushing it in the fitness field. So. Um, so, yeah, tell us a little bit more about your individual journey, Joy, and some of the struggles that you faced um, along the way on that journey. Um, well, I um, come from a background where I did not do sports. Uh-huh. At all. Um, I gravitated into started running um, with a group of people at the gym who were training for 5Ks and 10Ks and just doing workouts normally. So I just hung out with them, um, did my first 5K on a bet, and the Love 5Ks <laughs> came into 
10Ks and to half marathons and to marathons. The same group were like, hey, we're doing a triathlon. Why don't you sign up with us? It's an all-women's triathlon. I'm like, okay. Realized after I paid for everything that I did not know how to swim. Oh, my so gosh. I had, Unreal. I had to learn how to yeah, I had to learn how to swim, and I learned how to swim three months before my very first triathlon. Wow. It's one of those things where I'm I'm very hard-headed. So you tell me I can't do something, I'm going to prove you wrong. Yeah, I love it. Or try my darndest to prove you wrong. <laughs> um, so I did that first triathlon, did not know how to work the gears on my bike. Wow. Um, once I got to the run, I was okay. Um, my second triathlon did not go over that well. I had a DNF and a person who I thought was a friend basically told me I had no business being out there in the water and people like me. And that's how she said it shouldn't be swimming or shouldn't be in triathlon in the first place. So I was like, okay. I see where this is going. Yeah. Completely blocked her from all forms of social media, contact, everything. Um, Fast forward a year later, I beat her in that women's triathlon. Boom. Awesome. (laughs) I love it. Let's go back a little bit. So when she said people like you, did did she mean because of the color of your skin? She actually did. She um, said that to a couple of people. I'm like, no, that she wouldn't say that. Realizing that that's how she felt. That's unreal. And, you know, these these words are important things for people to hear, that these things happen um, and, and that it's, it's deeply impactful to us. And, um, you know, we have to work together to, to change this dialogue. But I'm really glad that you went back and beat her pants off. That's awesome. It was like... Oh, great job. You did really well. And, you know, the look on her face was priceless. I just kept on. Um, I could, I mean, I could definitely, could have definitely went the petty route, but that's really not my style. Yeah. You know, I was just listening to, um, I was listening to a lot of old speeches today. um, And it, it, it was a lot, there was a lot of dialogue about how we always have that choice, right? We can go to hate and revenge and just anger, or we can, or we can choose to, to go the other way um, yes. and make ourselves better and stronger and, and try to love more if that's at all possible. So I love that that's, that's what you chose. Oh, yes. And then lead us forward from there, Joy. So, um, so that happened. And then I know the journey must have continued on after that point. It, it um, actually continued up. Joining of all women of color triathlon team. Um, right now we're, we're on a hiatus because of the world of COVID that we live in. Um, learned how to swim a little bit better yeah. and ended up becoming an assistant coach. Amazing. Um, helping other women and just using what I've learned in the world of Pilates and applying that to swimming applying that to running, applying that to biking. Um, and I just kept going forward with more triathlons, um, more road races. But then um, I did attempt my first half Ironman um, in the Caribbean because who wouldn't want to go to the Caribbean? Heck yeah. Yeah. Um, 
went to St. Croix and did not make the bike cutoff. So it was disappointing, but it was a learning experience. Um, number one, it was hot. And coming from the Midwest, when it's in May in the Midwest can be weird. It could be snowing. It could be rainy. It could be 90 degrees. It was very cold for our training. You go to the Caribbean, it's almost 100 degrees. We don't have hills in Chicago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. I don't and, think I, I told you that I, I lived in Chicago for a few years. Oh, yeah. awesome. My son was born in Chicago, actually. Um, okay. Yeah, so I know what you're talking about. And I remember even in June sometimes, it would be like, do we need a hat and gloves today? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what it is. And I mean, no heels. So I was dealing with trying to figure out how to use gears, riding a bike and going this very hard course. It's like, okay, you know, when those go big or go home, it was a learning. It was a learning experience. Fast forward a couple of months later, I did my second half marathon, crossed the finish line. I love it. So, and, and so what goes through your head? You know, I, I really like to tap into what we're thinking as athletes um, and, and, and how, where we draw that grit from and that perseverance. Um, and I'm guessing, I mean, you told us in the very beginning, if someone tells you that, that you can't do something, you're going to prove them wrong. You are just steadfast. Is that what goes through your head in those moments when, you know, you have a setback, you know, like you did in the Caribbean and then you come back and just decide you're going to be that much better the next go round? Um, sometimes yes, sometimes no. Sometimes it's chalk it up as a training day, a learning experience. Other times I want to go back to that same course uh-huh. and try to better myself and try to think of what could I have done better. Um, I don't really wallow into, oh, I really did bad in this race. Um, I can't get in that mindset because it will continue on. Right. Right. And it'll continue on where it will filter into when I'm training clients and I can't have that. Right. Right. I like that. So, so your suggestion is to get yourself out of that thinking of, Oh, I could have, should have, would have instead. Yeah. How you can improve. How you can improve right about, um, sometimes I'll write about, my experience to, to show others. Um, my new thing, I think I started this a couple of years ago, like, Oh, it was a bad day in the office. If I had a not so great of a race or a DNF, it's just a bad day in the office. Right. Um, I think these are positive things to do. And speaking of writing, um, I mentioned before we started recording that I had read your most recent blog and, um, I wanted to just, uh, have you shared that perspective with, with our listeners who may not be aware of some of the true issues that, um, that you face as a woman of color, um, you know, trying to just get out for your run for Pete's sake. Will you talk to the, to the listeners a little bit about that? Speaking of writing about experiences and how you experience running around Chicago. Um, so in March we ended up on shutdown. Um, I ended up getting, temporary laid off, um, due to COVID. So, and about a couple of weeks later, we started going on to curfew and quarantine and shelter in place. And I just wanted to run. 
um, do my run, I'm able to, I know what a mile is north, south to me, two miles north, south and west to me and just getting my runs in. And there are multiple times during the shelter in place that I was getting followed by cops, knowing that um, I'm being followed or going into neighborhoods where it's clear that I'm not welcomed, where people are looking at me like, okay, why are you here? I'm just trying to get a run in. Yeah. Which is, um, it's disheartening that it's, well, no, not really if you think about the climate of the world right now, but it's 2020. I shouldn't have to worry about having to bring my ID at, with me at all times to right. prove who I am, um, have to be on guard at all times, just in case someone tries to maybe throw something at me or maybe try to harm me in some type of way. And um, that has happened um, where I have also been um, bike commuting because I'm now bike commuting because I don't want to take public transportation. Where I've had bottles of water thrown at me. No. While riding. And it's like, I could lash out, but I don't know who these people are. I don't know if they have a gun. I don't know what their thought process are. So um, I just have to like get it out of my head and just do what I have planned to do. Okay, I'm doing my run or I'm biking to work or I'm biking to another class. So that's what I have to think of at times. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm so sorry um, that these things happen. I know that they do. And it's important to share this with other women out there who may not realize what it feels like to just be out there trying to be healthy and get your run in or bike yeah, to work and for no reason. It's scary. And especially just being a woman. Yes. It's very scary. Be aware of what is going on or who's doing something. Um, making sure that no one's going to try to grab us or attack us. You know, be, even being a woman, woman and being concerned for your own safety, but then also, you know, adding on being judged or, or, or singled out for the color of your skin and how that makes yeah. you feel. It, it makes me very on edge at times. And I just, sometimes it's scary, but it's like, I need to get out. I need to get a run in. Yeah. I need to work on my physical health and make sure I'm healthy, make sure um, running is an outlet for me. Also, it helps me clear my head and I can get, I can think through problems in my head um, when I'm running, but yeah. it, that fear is still in the back of my head. And And that's the piece that I think is important for people to understand who don't have to live with that fear. And I agree. I think that all of us women can relate to that on some level, um, you know, that 
we have to sometimes be careful where we are and, you know, make sure we're paying attention and that we're thinking about what we're doing and checking our surroundings. But to be fearful, to just be able to go out for a run, it's not right. Um, and you know, we have a lot of work to do. So, um, do you have any strategies that you can give, um, for, for folks out there who want to be a part of making, you know, real change? Joy, do you have strategies that you would, that you would give for those people? Um, one thing is, just try to understand, try to put yourself in the other person's shoes. Mm -hmm. Try not to be threatening. Try not to, as I like to say, um, try to move to the other side of the street. Try to be welcoming. It's kind of hard nowadays because we do have to wear face coverings in public. Mm -hmm. Um, But you can smile with your eyes. Yeah. Yeah. You can not have such a tense and standoffish body position because body language says a lot about a person. Yeah. But even just a simple hello or just under just trying to understand what's going on, just listening. Yeah. These are all really good pieces of advice. Um listening, um smiling with your eyes, um, trying to be understanding, um, you know, all of these things I think that we can take on board and really internalize and start to apply them in our daily life. And I think if we all just were a little better at loving each other and a little, little, um, slower to anger and be aggressive and just all these things, I think the world would be a better place. It's not a simple fix, but love can change a lot, you know, um, for sure. And, uh, and uh, yeah, and I think just being kind to people who you, you may not know, you don't know what kind of battle they're fighting in their life. You, you know, nothing about them. And even the homeless person you meet on the street, you know, sometimes we feel threatened, but, but just acknowledging someone and saying, Hey, how are you doing today? Or a smile, or if you can't smile, smile with your eyes, you know, these things make a difference. Um, and it's they do. one of those things going back to a world where there was not social media, um, how you would make friends. Hi, how are you doing? Right. Like right. as a kid, you'll just go to the playground like, hey, you want to do you want to play on the swings? OK, that's how you figured out who your friends were. Right. right. Just something simple as that. But in the world of social media and people can hide behind screens. Yeah. It's not the case anymore. Yeah, it's so true. Um, it's so true. The real world has changed a lot in the way that we make connections with with each other, and it's a shame because we're missing those those little nuances in our day to day life where we show our outward concern and care for each other. And you know, it's a hard thing with my kids too, because they are they. This is how they have learned to communicate: is texting and you know TikTok or whatever else. And it's like, no, you have to know how to interact with people in a loving and caring way. You know. And- that's why I that's why actually one of the things I miss about racing is just meeting people from all walks of life yeah. all from all over the world. Yeah. Um that's what I miss the most. Yeah. I agree. I think I read somewhere, I don't know where it was on your platform, but just like, you know, holding out that hope that one day we will race again. And you know what? Yes. I would take that to, to life too. I mean, it's not even one day we'll race again in the actual sense of, of running a race or 
um, you know, doing a triathlon or whatnot. But but one day we'll get there again where we can have these connections, these personal connections with each other. And maybe we'll appreciate it even more at that time, Joy. I'm hoping so. I mean, um, when I qualified for ITU Worlds at the end of 2019, I was, you know, I crossed the finish line and I'm, you know, walking around and I met this woman who was originally from Denmark. Wow. And she was asking me, so how did you do? I'm like, oh, I did. I think I did okay. Um, She's like, hey, you should see your results. And I'm talking to her, talking to another one of her friends that she introduced me to, didn't know me from Adam, but just that camaraderie, that friendship was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Just that kind of, that personal connection with someone um, can make such a difference. Totally. Um, well, I thank you for coming on and sharing some of this story. I know that it's not easy and I'm hoping that it goes out there and um, it lands on people and they th- can think and, um, and and go about making changes in their lives if they need to um, or feel strengthened by hearing they're not alone and some of the things that they've been through um, and hearing some of your some of your struggles. And I know you've put a lot out there and, and it, it giving us this courage to persevere. Even if we, like, if we register for the triathlon and don't know how to swim, it can still be done, you know? Amazing. Um, But I will give you the opportunity before we wrap up with a couple of quick little questions. If you have any other words of encouragement that you'd like to put out there for women, Joy, I'd let you do that now. Um, Just be you, be authentic, be, try to be fearless. We are taught, we are taught not to, or to society teaches us to not speak up, but no, be fearless. Say what you say what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think it's an awesome message for right now too, because I think that people get so afraid that they're gonna say the wrong thing that they don't say anything at all. Um, right. And so yeah, I think being fearless, being you and authentic um, in your words and being fearless to say what's on your heart. Um that's it's such great advice. Um, okay, last final few questions here. It's a quick little, I yes. call it a positivity push, but it's a couple quick questions just to put a few more positive vibes out there, Joy. Um, okay. So the first question is, give me a couple, a few simple things that bring you joy, joy. <laughs> so what brings joy, joy? <laughs> um, running, swimming, cooking. Yeah. I love to cook, reading, and actually dog sitting. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Very cool. Um, okay. So the last two are complete the sentences and they're going to go out to our listeners. Um, and so the first complete the sentence is this joy, never forget. And you complete the sentence, never forget that you're stronger than you think. Yeah. Yeah, you are. Um, and just when you think that you're not going to make it, this next level of strength will be revealed, right? Um, so just hang in there if you're out there listening today and you're feeling that way. Um, and the last finish the, the sentence is you can do anything that you set your heart out to do. That's right. That's right. We can all, we can all, the sky's the limit. Um, and we can all, we really can achieve so much more than we might believe. So, I mean, look at Joy. She signed up for a triathlon. She didn't know how to swim. She, and then she <laughs> went on to, you know, now be a triathlon coach, correct? Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, it's amazing and it can be done. Well, I thank you so much, Joy. Will you let people know how they can follow you if they're interested in following your journey or connecting with you? 
Um, I can be followed on Instagram at fitness 724. Yeah, that's the easiest way because I'm I think I'm on Insta more than anything now. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's the world of Instagram. Um, okay, awesome. I encourage all of you listeners to um, go follow Joy for added inspiration. And Joy, just thank you so much for sharing some of your insight and perspective today. It really meant a lot. You are so welcome. I appreciate it. And listeners, we thank you for coming along on this ride today. Um, and we ask that you remember Joy's words. Be you. Be authentic and be fearless. We are so much stronger together and connected. We can rise. Oh,